0: didn't realize that I would be going this direction tonight but I do feel like the Lord has talked to me today and uh, I had intended to preach on another subject but when I came back from lunch the Lord got my attention and I tried to listen to him as closely as I could. I pray that I can share with you what I feel in my spirit tonight. If you have your Bibles, and will turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to read beginning with verse number 15 down through verse 17. It is not an unfamiliar portion of Scripture. Uh, for most of you, you probably have heard it, uh, read, or even preached from before, but I feel directed to go there. I have this verse of scripture came to me very forcefully about four weeks ago in a prayer meeting and i if i've ever felt an anointing in prayer i felt it that night as i began to pray what i felt like the lord was speaking to me concerning our church It reads like this, and I'm reading from the message translation, by the way, and I'm sorry, guys, I forgot to tell you that. They can make that switch. But it reads like this. Early in the morning, a servant of the holy man got up and went out. Surprise! Exclamation mark. Horses and chariots surrounding the city. The young man exclaimed, O oh Master, what shall we do? And he said, Don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. Then Elijah, Elisha prayed, O oh God, open his eyes, and let him see. The eyes of the young man were opened and he saw a wonder, exclamation mark. So he moves from surprise and worry to wonder. And I believe that's the transition that God would like to take us through in this hour in which we live from worry to wonder hallelujah oh god would you clap your hands to the lord and give him a little more praise right now hallelujah hallelujah you may be seated something happened to me today that i'm afraid is happening way too often lately but i misplaced something and i know that you don't have that problem but it seems like over the last little while i have had a hard time keeping up with keys and other items that are a part of my daily life and routine but We had gone to eat and we got through eating and I took the ticket from the waitress and I reached for my back pocket for my wallet and it was empty. That's a sick feeling. I reached into my front pocket where I sometimes put it and it wasn't there. I looked over at my wife and I said, honey, I need a credit card. And lo and behold, she couldn't find her credit card. (laughs) Fortunately, I had some cash in my pocket or I would still be washing dishes at Carrabba's. But we came back to the church and my wife dropped me off and I looked around the office and my desk to see where it was at and I couldn't find it and so i called her and told her i need you to look the places that i normally put those things because evidently i forgot to bring it with me this morning and while i'm talking to her my eyes turned back to the very place i had just moved some things and looked at and lo and behold there was my wallet And I was so stunned. I thought, now I just moved everything that was there to look for that. And I don't remember seeing it. And now it's there. And while I'm looking at it, as sure as I'm standing before you right now, a voice spoke to me and said, now how many other things do you not see? that are all around you right now. How many other things have I put in place but you are totally oblivious to them because you cannot see them at this present moment? I want you to understand tonight that as sure as there is a world of evil and wickedness That is working in this world right now. And as sure as we are surrounded by that wicked environment. There is also another environment that surrounds us. And sometimes if we're not careful. We can become so absorbed with the one. The lesser. That we become so absorbed with that That we do not see the other that God has placed there for this moment in time. For this hour of our life. To let us know that he is still in control. I want you to do an experiment with me. And I'm not going to play any tricks on you. But I want everybody in the building to close your eyes. Close them. Everybody. Now... Can you see anything? All right, just keep them closed for a moment. Now, my question is to you, has the activity of this house ceased because you can't see it? Have the lights gone out simply because you cannot see them? turned off in this building because you cannot see them? Has the sun stopped shining outside because you cannot see them? Have the people around you vanished because you can't see them? Now open your eyes and look around. All your friends are still here the lights are still on. The air conditioning is still running. And as far as I can tell outside, the sun is still shining. The problem is that sometimes in life, we can become so absorbed in one thing that we miss the significant thing. What a wealth of glory was within the reach of God's Man in that moment of time that his servant was oblivious to. And what a wealth of glory is there within the reach of greater life. Church at this present hour that we may simply not see at the moment because we are too consumed worrying about the environment that's around us right now. You see, this this hour that we're living in has done something to people that has been shocking in, in the least. And I am afraid that we miss much in this hour simply because we are not as attuned to what we need to be as we ought to be. We are so absorbed in the fear of the moment. That we let our faith take a back seat. I want to say that again. We become so absorbed in the fear of the moment. That we let our faith take a back seat. As if the fear is more powerful than the faith. And when this servant of the Lord's. A prophet went out and saw. He was shocked at what he saw. And not only shocked, but he was worried about it. He was fearful of what was around him. And he comes back to his master with the question, what shall we do? That's an important question for you and I to answer tonight. What are we going to do in this hour? Are we going to let the circumstances of our life drive us? Are we going to let the fears and the worries and all of the anxiety that's mounting up around us become the driving force of our life? Or will we allow God to open our eyes to the wonder that is here within our reach and the wonder that is within our grasp if we can only see it. Some people don't understand the value of prayer because they've never really prayed. But when you pray, there's another world that is open to you. And that's the reason why the enemy does his best to try to keep you from praying. Because he wants you to stay focused on the fear and the worry of what's going on around you. Surrounded by an enemy, a host, the scripture says. And when the servant of the, 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 the man of God saw that, He was so overwhelmed that he went blind to what else was there. He didn't even realize that there was more to the picture and the story. Than what he had seen. And I am praying for greater life church. And I am praying for myself tonight. That God will open my eyes. That I will begin to see the glory that surrounds this place. And not allow the fear and the doubt and the worry of the moment to so consume my life. Amen. I have pretty much told you this but I have just about given up on all news. I'm so thankful that I'm not on Facebook. Some of you think I am because I talk about it so much. But I'm not. I'm not secretly on it. I'm not an alias on it. I am not on it. And I am thankful. Because everybody I know of that is, is being inundated with the, with, with, with garbage and junk And all kinds of fear-mongering. I heard something today. Somebody shared. Sister Dina shared about Instagram. That it used to be a certain venue. But they've changed it. Now Instagram puts up what you say and then they are throwing up suggested thoughts or suggested readings for you trying to somehow manipulate your mind into thinking that those voices are the important voices. I'm here to tell you there's only one voice that counts for me tonight and that is the voice of the Almighty That is the Word of God. And I want to make sure that my ears stay attuned to His Word more than I am attuned to this world's Word. I'm not sticking my head in the sand and I'm not ignoring the reality of what's going on. But I'm also not going to be blinded by it so that I cannot see that there's glory. The Lord said to His people when they came, to the Jordan. He sent his priest among them and he gave them this command. He said, sanctify yourselves today. Why? For tomorrow I will do wonders in your midst. The only way that you and I are ever going to really behold the wonders of God is if we learn the value of sanctifying ourselves this moment. What do you mean? Uh, I mean pulling myself apart. Sanctifying means setting something apart. There's a time in your life when you've got to say, okay, enough of that. I've been on it too long. Shut it down. Hey, I've got a great idea. Something some of you need to fast in the month of September. You need to to fast your Facebook. You need to fast your iPod. You need to fast your iBook. Whatever it is that you're so connected to, you can't live without it and find out that there's another world, a more important world that's calling to you, that's speaking to you, that's calling for you now to pay attention and look around you because glory. Amen. There's glory beyond The worry. Hallelujah. You know, I asked the church one time to go on a media fast. I could have asked them to cut off their right arm and they would have been more ready to cut it off than to do a media fast. Now, I'm not asking you to do that this September, but it would be a great thing for some of you because some of you are so addicted to it. It's worse than any narcotic you can take into your body because it affects your mind and that affects your spirit. And all that the world environment that we are living in right now is trying to do is tear down your faith and your confidence in God and make you think that it's a hopeless situation. i got news for you. COVID-19 isn't going to have the last say in my life. The word of the Lord is... The Antichrist is not going to have the last say in my life. The Lord of glory is going to have it. He's going to give a shout. He's going to give a call. And I am going to rise to meet him in the air. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise. My prayer tonight for our church and for myself in particular is that I would not be blind To the power of God that is available to me. To the power of God that is available to this church. That is within our reach. If we would only become aware of it. We are quick to see anything that concerns the temporal. But we are slow to see that which concerns the eternal. We are so quick to respond to those things that our visible eyes can see, but we never allow. The soul within to open its eyes and see beyond. And let me know, hey, you need to not worry. There's something better out there than worry. God is about to do wonders in your midst. God is about to show himself strong in your behalf. Amen. Open our eyes, oh God, to what is available. Open our eyes to what is within our reach. Open our eyes to the power that surrounds us. Open our eyes to your workings in this hour. What is near to us that we may not be seeing because we are too fixated on the surprises and the shocks that life brings to us. And all the time they were there. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful that he's always there? Amen. He's always there. What are we going to do in this hour of fear and doubt and worry? We're going to pray for open eyes. I said we're going to pray for open eyes. We're going to pray for God to help us see beyond this moment. Help me to see beyond this problem. Help me to see beyond this issue. Help me to see beyond this crisis because God is always beyond those things. He is always there within reach, but I've got to keep looking until I see Him. And I'm afraid far too many people have quit looking. They've looked around once and they see everything that terrifies them and makes them afraid, but they never look a second time. I've come to preach to somebody tonight. It's time for you to take a second look because there's something out there that's greater than your fears and greater than your worries. And it is the glory of the almighty God waiting to be revealed in your life. Hallelujah. Oh God, help us to move from our blindness and our fear and our doubt to realize that you have not abandoned us. In this hour, you have not forsaken us. Amen. God, help me to see what you're up to right now. That's what I pray often of late. God, help me to know what you're doing and get in tune and alignment with it. Because far too often in life, I'm too consumed with what I want to do, what my plans are. And not always do my plans coincide with Him's plan. Sometimes God has greater plans. And all He's wanting for me to do is just ask Him. Lord, show me what it is. Help me to see what is there. I don't want to be limited just by my vision. I want to realize what is out there. The glory that you have put around us. You put it here for this moment in our lives amen god help us to act not as if you cannot be found but as if you are here right now amen my prayer tonight is open our eyes let us see past the physical crisis of this moment amen to see past the physical crisis of this moment to the spiritual reality surrounding us at this very time in which we live. John said it like this. I was in the isle called Patmos. I was there because of the gospel and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was surrounded by this desolate, vile place. They sent the worst of the criminals Because it was so isolated and so far removed from all human touch that men would literally lose their mind and they would go crazy. And so John is put here trying to isolate him, trying to put him in a place where he would be so overwhelmed that he would never rise again. But oh, my friend, I've got news for you. In that kind of environment, he said, I had an experience. I, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And I saw something beyond the Isle of Patmos. I was given a glimpse into another world. I just wonder what God is trying to give us a glimpse of. If we could get our eyes off of this present world and look again and see what is beyond. What is beyond what we even thought or expected. Come on, stand to your feet right now. Hallelujah. I am convinced tonight that God wants to turn our worry into wonder. Oh, how many things are available to us? How many things are within our reach? If we could just see it. It's there. It was there all the time. I moved stuff and still didn't see it. But when I looked again, it's amazing what a second look can do for you. You say, oh, I've done that before. Why don't you do it again? Well, I've tried praying before. Why don't you pray again? Well, I've tried fasting before, but why don't you try fasting again? Why don't you decide? that there may be some glory in that second look, it would be worth a try. Amen. I am convinced more now than ever that God did not bring us to this hour for us to flounder in unbelief and simply wait for the coming of the Lord. I don't believe that. I don't believe that COVID-19 was any surprise to God. But it is an opportunity for God. I said it is an opportunity for God. To open our eyes. You see, I I, kind of have a feeling that one reason maybe this all came about... It's because we have become too earthly focused. We have become too consumed with the surroundings of life. And so the Lord allows circumstances to come our way. Did he cause COVID? I don't believe God is the one that did it. But I do believe God can use it to wake me up. And I believe that that's what God is trying to do tonight, is to wake us up. This is the last hour, there's no doubt about it. This is the end. I said this is the end, it it is the end time. I don't know how much time we have left, but in my prayers last night and the last week, there has been something in me that said, God... I still believe that your greatest works have yet to be done. I don't believe that you have brought me to this hour for me to just fizzle out and somehow become a flicker and then a dying flame while COVID-19 wipes out any remnant of life. I believe you brought me to this hour for this hour so that I can see your glory so that I can be a part of your glorious work, so that I can behold the wonders of God even amid the wickedness of this hour. Hallelujah. Is there anybody hungry for that tonight? Oh God, open my eyes, Lord. Help me to not be limited by what I see in this present moment. But to look again. To look again. To look again. Look again. Look one more time. It's there. Come on, everybody. Oh, God, open my eyes. Take the scales from my lips. Oh, hallelujah.